Welcome, world, to Telling Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Today we're going to talk about the middle class. The middle class is an economic group between the lower and upper classes, including professional and business workers and their families. So this is the group that everyone kind of talks about. Everybody feels like they're probably in the middle class. And what we're starting to see is since the 70s, the middle class has been shrinking a bit. We've gone from having almost 60% now down to about a little over 50%. So it's interesting to see how the lower and upper classes are starting to get more folks, more of the lower, unfortunately. And the middle class seems to be shrinking a little bit. So middle class income. Income in the middle class falls between two-thirds to double the U.S. median household income. So for data dating in 2020, so that's about three years ago, we have the, the median household income was 67521 So middle class has an income range between $45,239 and $135,042. So if we're going to look at it by class, we could look at all of the income classes at once. So if you were below or near poverty, you were making less than, or as a household income, less than $20,000 a year. That's 14% of the population is bringing home a household income of less than $20,000. 14%. That's, that seems like a very high number to me. If you're low income, then that puts you between $20,000 and $44,999 and 20% of the population. So just at below and low income, we're not even talking about middle class, we're already at 34%. That's one in three people. I mean, literally over one in three people. That's uh, that's kind of scary in a, in a country that is as great as ours, that has so many resources as ours do, but one in three people live are not middle class. I mean, they're, they're actually below. So middle class, for purposes of these numbers, is between 45,000 and 139,000. So that's 45% of the population. And I know I said 50, but there's this is bringing it down to a little bit more. So still considered middle class is the upper middle class. That's still middle class. Upper middle class is between 140,000 and 149. So that's another 2%. Still doesn't make that 50. I know the numbers are a little bit uh, squishy at this point, and I apologize for that. But if you are considered upper middle class, you're making over 140000 a year, household income up to about 150 or so. If you have high income, right, that's $150,000 to 199000 8% of the population falls in this range, so almost 10% of the population. And then the highest tax bracket, you know, so now we're just saying anybody who's over this amount is paying the highest amount of taxes in the tax bracket. I understand there's loopholes, but for, for purposes of income, this is anybody making over 200000 that's 10% of the population. And then it, it breaks down even more. But I just want to concentrate on the middle class. I mean, we could talk about the one percenters versus the 99 percenters, but I think I'll do that on another show, not doing it here today. So middle class net worth. So this is important. So just because you make money, and we talk about it a lot, you know, that's, that's offense, but if you're going to have net worth, then that means you have to be able to play good defense and make sure that you're keeping the money that you're making. It doesn't matter how much money you make. If you spend more, your net worth is not going to go up. So just a reminder, net worth is assets minus liabilities. So it's what you own versus what you owe. You know, what you have versus what you still owe on that. 
And the medium net worth by class is if you're in poverty, your net worth is about $6,030. That's, that's total. Lower middle class is 43760 Middle class, you have a net worth of 104, and this is median net worth, $104,700. If you're upper middle class, your, your net median net worth is $201,800. And if you're considered wealthy, you have in net worth over $608,900. So that's interesting to see how much it jumps, right? If you're in poverty, you have some people may be negative. I mean, these are, these are all positive numbers, but they could be very well negative. If you're in poverty, you may not have a lot of net worth. I mean, if you, if you do own anything, it's probably going to be a car, and hopefully you're not upside down in that. And you're probably losing value on that because it deflates on a regular basis, right? It, it depreciates. I should say not deflates. It, de- it depreciates. And so, and then, you know, a lot of people, in, in, when they buy a house, that's their, their biggest asset going forward. But it depends on how much you owe on it. You know what the what the difference is in what you owe versus what the house is worth. Now the property values have been going up rather quickly lately, uh, so that's what will give you kind of a a misconception of net worth. But we'll talk about that in another episode as well. So the median and average net worth by age. So let's break it down by age. Now, now we're not even talking about class. We're talking about what you know, how old you are. How are you comparing to your your peers as of 2020? So if you're under 35, the median net worth is 15,700 but the average net worth is 98,820 so $98,820 so if you're kind of think about how old you are and I'm going to give you some date you know some some uh, age ranges here I should say slow myself down a little bit and kind of see how you compare so if you are between 35 and 44 the median net worth is $83,150 and the average is 282,100. So you're getting into your prime earning years. This is your late 30s, early 40s. You're maybe starting to get some promotions. You're probably not working an entry level job anymore. And then the next range is 45 to 54, where you're really starting to get into your prime earning years. The median net worth is going to be 139,200, and the average is going to be 467 467,500. So again, you're probably buying you, you may have even you're not in your starter home anymore. You're probably starting to have kids, you're probably starting to, you know, need bigger homes, so maybe you bought a bigger home and it is increased in value. I'm not sure. I mean, you may have other assets as well. Hopefully you're investing into passive income, you're investing into stocks and bonds and other things, maybe even real estate. Maybe you have some real estate property at this point. And then by the time you're 55 to 64, the median net worth is $203,900, and the average is $582,700, $582,700. So this is where you're probably, you know, maybe kids are starting to leave for college, and maybe the cost of, of having a kid, I mean, I know a lot of people still support their kids even when they're out of their homes, so hopefully you're starting to wind that down a little bit as they're starting to get into their careers, but this is the age where you're probably doing that. If you're between 65 and 69, the median net worth is $266,400, and the average is $690,800. So you're starting to see where you're getting to the largest you know, parts of your wealth. You, you may have grandchildren by now. You know, if, you're, if you're lucky enough to have, have children and they're, they're starting their own families at this point, so hopefully you're being able to spend your money on a lot more fun things like travel and you know, 
improving your home and, and you know, starting to build generational wealth at this point. And then the next stage is, is uh, six, I'm sorry, 70 to 74. So the median net, income, net worth is $305,100 and the average is $738,600. So here's where we kind of see the peaks. When you're in your early 70s, I mean, according to the numbers, for the average anyway, and for the, for the median, you're starting to see the largest numbers of what your net worth is going to be. So, you know, this is where, you know, you're in your, you're maybe retired. Hopefully you're retired at this point, or if you're working, you're working doing something you want to do, or maybe you're volunteering and spending time with your kids and grandchildren at this point. So, you know, we want to make sure that we are, you, you know, we're doing everything we can to be in that upper column, right? At this point. And then at 75 plus, your median average net worth is $249,500 and the average net worth is $633,400. So we, we starting to come down a little bit from that 70 to 74 and the 75 plus. This is probably because you're probably starting to give other folks, you know, you're starting to give away your things. You're, you may not, you know, you, you want to have more experiences. You want people around. And so maybe you're taking care of things, you know, that other people uh, are are not, you're able to take care of them. You're wanting to give them, them some gifts while you're still around. You want to be able to share time with them. So that might be a reason why you start to see these numbers start to decline after 75. I mean, the average, the average age, you know, was going up and now it came down a little bit after COVID, but, you know, maybe we'll start to see that go up again. So this is probably where you're starting to disperse your worth if you haven't, you know, gone through it yourself. So it sounds like, according to these numbers anyway, that you still have some work to give out. So let's talk about it by education. Let's talk about education and what your median and average net worth are. So if you have no high school diploma, your average net worth is $5,090. That was down in the poverty range that we talked about earlier. It was actually a little less than that. And so, and then your average, your, your average net worth is going to be 86,360. And this may be because you have a small, small home or something, you know, as it were. And so, you know, that's probably where your net worth is coming from at this point, but who knows, you may have other things, you know, other assets. If you have the average, I mean, it's just the, the, the median, which is the middle of the road. But it sounds like some people, even without high school diplomas, these, these are probably people that maybe even started their own business, perhaps. I mean, that would probably be one way to do it if you're not needing to get into a job that has a degree or some sort of trade. Or you, or maybe you went straight into a trade, you know, because it's not talking, you know, you, maybe you don't need a high school diploma to do some of the trades out there. But if you're a high school graduate, your average, your I'm sorry, your median uh, net worth is $40,560. And the average with a high school graduate is $206,000. And again, this, you know, our biggest assets typically are our own homes, but you may have some other properties. You may have some other investments that, that are adding to that. So you certainly don't have to have degree to be able to invest in stocks and, and, and bonds and all that kind of stuff. So depending on where you decided to go with your career, whether you're going to own your own business or you're going to be a landlord or you're going to be doing something else, another type of trade, or maybe you do crafts, you know, own your own business of some sort, or maybe you're doing some, uh, some uh, work on the side, you know, maybe your side hustles are, are leading up to this. Maybe you do odd jobs throughout, you know, you don't, you don't have a, a full fledged career. Maybe you're, 
you're a carpenter and you like to do that on the side. So there's all kinds of ways that you can make a living at this point, even if you, you know, you're just a high school graduate. So folks that have some college, we have a median of $59,700, but an average of $265,500. So we're continuing to build. You know, more education tends to lead to more dollars in net worth. So, and then if you have an associate's degree, so a two year degree from your local community college, you start at $110,300 as a median, and then an average is $305,800. So, even with that associate's degree, maybe you got some certifications and stuff, and you're able to do things for people. Maybe you're able to land some jobs that, that give you the ability to work in certain fields like music or, you know, there's other fields out there that, that you can get into surveying. You know, there's other trades out there that you can get into without necessarily having a bachelor's degree. And so you can still make some good money. Again, it's about the defense that you're playing. Even though you make good money, you want to make sure that you're hanging on to it. And then if you have a bachelor's degree, the median net worth is $196,000. And then the average is 554, 100. So, you know, and, and, and again, we're not talking about age anymore. So this is all people with bachelor's degree. So that's why it doesn't, it doesn't line up exactly with the ages out there. Of course, you know, normally you get your bachelor's degree, but a lot of people are going to school later in life. So you maybe you're a little bit later in life when you're getting that. So it, it will align to some of the age numbers that we were talking about before. And then if you have a graduate or a professional degree, you have a median net worth of $408,700 and an average in, average net worth of $864,300. So think about where you are age-wise. Think about where you are in your education and you can kind of see how you're lining up with everyone else. So, And now I have some extra thoughts on that. So education and wealth, there is definitely a head start effect. Families that are headed by college graduates give their children the best opportunities for better education, typically because they are making more money. They have a higher net worth than, than folks that have not gone to school. So you kind of see this maybe even referred to as generational wealth. So if you have the ability, if you've gone through it yourself, you're probably going to want that for your kids as well. And you want to make sure that they're in the best position. So you're probably in a position where you can help them go to school too. So you can see how this builds on itself as generation after generation. So if, if you have a mother and father, maybe that didn't even graduate high school, they're probably not going to have as much of a priority of you going to school or, you know, even getting an associate's degree as, as they did, you know, and if they have a graduate, maybe, maybe they have the other kind of mindset where they want you to go to college so you could do more and be able to start to be that first generational person that does graduate from college going forward. And then the next word is the upward mobility effect. When a child is born into a family with no degrees and they earn their degree, they increase their income potential by 23% compared to those not getting a degree. So it's been widely known for a long time. If you have a degree, you typically make more money over your career than someone who doesn't have a degree. So this is probably the, the first step in building that kind of generational wealth. You become that first generational person that has the ability to kind of upgrade the lifestyle a little bit. Now, this is just income. You still have to learn the defense side, right? You still have to learn how to spend your money wisely and make it grow for you going forward. And then the opposite is also true. So the downward mobility effect, children of parents that have degrees that don't get a degree themselves tend to lower their wealth by 18%. So if you don't continue that momentum by going to school and, and keeping your education up, you know, 
then you tend to start to go back down. So it, it is very education driven. I mean, of course, the colleges are going to preach this all the time, right? This is why college is so expensive and it's getting more expensive. There are cheaper ways to do that. I did an episode on college where you can, you know, we are talking about you can go to a premier school and pay premier dollars to go, or you could do a two plus two program, right? You could start at your JUCO, get your associate's degree, and then turn that into a four year degree. Remember, your your degree doesn't say where you went to school for four years. It says where you graduated from. So think about that when you're thinking about paying for your education going forward. But I digress. That's for another episode and another time. So in recap. Middle class. What does it mean to be middle class? Well, we kind of went over the numbers. I won't. I won't you can kind of go back and listen to those again if you don't mind. I won't. I won't belabor those again. But you kind of see where the middle class is. It has been shrinking a little bit over time, but you can kind of see how you line up with the numbers as of 2020 with your peers and kind of see. You know, kind of give yourself an assessment of where you are. And if you don't feel like you fall in those ranges or you feel like you could be doing better, then maybe it's time to listen to some of the other episodes I have. And you can you can see where you can improve on your defense because typically it's not the offense. I mean, sometimes you need a better job, but you can always do a side hustle and some other things. You can do some investing, but typically you have to look at your spending side of the equation. Maybe you're spending too much. Maybe you're not allocating money to the proper things. But uh, you know that's that's very personal, and, and and hopefully you can learn some lessons from this podcast going forward. Hey, I would love your support. It does cost money and time to be able to put this out there. So if you would like to help me continue this podcast going on there is a way for you to to subscribe on a monthly basis for just a few bucks a month and that would help me offset my costs i i I enjoy doing this and i and i want to do this for you but if you're getting any value out of it and you'd like to show some appreciation maybe i'll I'll get a list of folks and shout out on the podcast and then you can find me at townleytech at gmail.com you can find me on twitter at sean at uh at sean townley and you can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley. And then you could also check out my website, seantownley.com. Until next time.